With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 21. Very exciting. So this means the podcast sold enough to uh, go to mosey up to the bar and get itself a drink, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> I mean, tell me, am I right or am I right? Oh, that's the worst way to say it. <laughs> well, open you want to dare. today we are going to be telling you a never-before-heard story about a lost episode of Nintendo Minute that was sadly never able to air. This is one of the stories that I have wanted to tell since we yeah. started the podcast. I'm very excited for this. Exactly. Me too. Me too. Finally, we have a place to share this story, this very sad story. Um, we also will go into depth uh, on the Nintendo Direct Mini, which turned out to be quite the show. So we have some fun things to share from that. Uh, if this is your first episode, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Krista. And I'm Kit. And you guys might might remember us from when we worked at Nintendo for collectively, what, 25 years? More than 25. Wow. More than, sorry, more than 25 years. And we, of course, created Nintendo Minute. So thanks for joining us today. All right. Everything that we do here is made possible by our wonderful Patreon family. So thank you so much. And if you would like to subscribe to our Patreon, it is patreon.com slash Krista. There's... Tons of benefits like bonus Q&As and a access to our Discord channel and all these other things that are just really, really fun. So hopefully you'll join us there. And yeah. like they say, the start of a new month is the best time to sign up um, exactly. for a Patreon. So check exactly. it out. Well, why are we here in these boxes today, you might ask? Why? It's our first remote podcast. Yeah, it's kind of weird, I have to say. Oh, I no. feel like a little... like. It's a little off off for me right now. Well, this <laughs> is how we do our bonus Q&A every week, so it's not like we've never done it. That's true, but it's just like a little bit, it's not as nice as being in the studio, obviously. That's true. Um, but uh, we are both, we both have some vacation time um, over the last couple of weeks because it's um, 4th of July, so... This is this is the only time we could find to get yes. together to do this this week. So this is how we're doing. Yes, it. it's holiday Hopefully season here in the U.S. Uh, we, you and I are are kind of like ships in the night because I just got back from a vacation today. You're going on a vacation tomorrow, which yes. ironically is on a ship. So that's that's a very apt phrase. Yeah, uh, for yeah. Me to use. I I will have very limited like signal tomorrow. Can't so podcast from a boat, or can you? Uh, if you have good internet, probably, but I don't know how my internet not to be, risk so. it. <laughs> <laughs> might not, might not work. So here we are, 8 p.m. on a Saturday night. Let's go. Casting pod. Wow. It's, it's different, but I. I Best way to spend tea. a Saturday night, it's right? It's very cozy. I have my yeah. like tea in this beautiful kitten crystal. With a Pikmin mind. poking out of it, With I see. a Pikmin. It's the tea holder. It's very cute. Very Pull it cozy. out all the way. Is that a Pikmin or not? No, it's not. Why would I put oh. a pigment into a hot, boiling hot thing of water? <laughs> because that's the kind nice. of person you are. 
It's not very nice at all. All right. Um, we posted a video uh, last week with our Nintendo Direct mini reactions. Sure did. Um, we kind of had like very, not low hopes, I would say. Would you say low hopes? I would say we were like very, we had our expectations managed by Nintendo <laughs> going into this thing. We didn't really like have too many predictions. It, it kind of, you know, snuck up on us a little bit. Um and uh, yeah, so we did a, a fun little reaction video. Um, there was actually ended up to be tons of news and, and good stuff in this mini that we'll get to in the in the news section of this podcast. But um, if you wanted to see our reaction video, it is live now. Um, yeah, you can watch it with us. Yeah, that I mean, to be fair, the last partner direct uh, was not great. No, so I think we were fair to go into this with some perhaps low expectations. Yeah, yeah, we were. And, you know, everything that Nintendo did kind of leading up to this partner showcase was all to manage the expectations. And we kind of saw the little signs, you know, the little writings on the wall, like it's only 25 minutes. It's a mini. It's a third party showcase. So you knew that kind of not big announcements were going to be in it, but there was some good stuff. We were we we were we were pleasantly surprised, I think, as well as many of you, because I think a lot of people had the same reaction as us. Excuse you, it was roughly twenty five minutes. Roughly, the Rough, key word always roughly, roughly, not, <laughs> not approximately. approximately, no, <laughs> not generally, but roughly. Um, what else did we do? We were in Orange County a couple weeks ago, and we decided to do part two of our gaming headquarter tier list. Uh, in Orange County, so we went to three pretty fun um, video game companies in the area. Your favorite and mine, Sega. Actually, I don't have beef with Sega, so it, it, it is actually Well, that's in the fun. Q&A this week, is what, what are Krista's thoughts on Sega and Sonic? So we can look forward to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, so yeah, so we went to Sega, we went to Bandai Namco, we went to mm-hmm. Blizzard. Yes. Uh, and we came up with the definitive rankings, which were surprising in the end, I'll say. They were very surprising. They totally were unexpected for me. So Sega I, was a very strange stop because mm-hmm. it's unclear. They had an office. The sign, the sign was there. Yeah. It was unclear if they were actually conducting business there or if it was just like an empty room. It, it was a little shady. And if you guys watch the video, you'll see why. Because there was a lot of confusion getting to understand where they were actually located. I'm still confused, honestly. I'm a little confused, too. People that work at Sega, tell us if you actually work in that office or if you're just all remote. Maybe that's... Katie, my new best friend, manages the uh, Sonic (laughs) Twitter account. Please... Please uh, stop harassing Katie. Connect connect with me, and we need to talk about this. Oh, my goodness. Poor Katie. (laughs) But we also had our first security intervention. Yeah. I mean, we, was, we snoop around these places. We're being respectful, of course. We are. I mean, we're, we're not, we're not like, like trespassing. Trying to get, like, get down the chimney like Santa Claus or anything here. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we were just kind of hanging out, minding our business, filming something, mm-hmm. and the security guard just made a beeline for us. Yeah. And to, yeah. And to her credit, she let us finish what we were filming. And then she said, she get did. out. She did. She did. <laughs> in the most she polite al- way possible. She also said, if, I, if I'm in the video in any way, please edit me out. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Which you did. I I... I I did exactly what I wasn't you wanted, sure. wanted I don't know. me to do. I did exactly what you could be a spiteful editor. 
No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a very polite editor. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Edit me into a robot. So I look really cool. Okay. (laughs) Edit my, the gameplay footage. So I look like a really good speedrunner. Okay. (laughs) I'll do it. So we, so we've now uh, come up with two definitive ranking videos uh, across California. And like we said in that video, if there's somewhere else you want us to go to rank a video game headquarters building, please tell us. We are likely, like I would say in the 90th percentile, likely, um, you don't know where I'm going with this. You gave me I don't a know what book. you're saying. Um, probably going to go to PAX this oh, year. yes. So we might go back to our old stomping grounds and uh-huh. do another ranking video there. That's true. Microsoft, we have true Nintendo HQ, which obviously we know very, very well. Uh, maybe we can figure out one other. Oh, you know where we can go? We can hit up Eric and see if he'll let us go to um, Valve. Yeah, there's a lot up there. We can check that out. Yeah. Yeah, we did put in for a, a, a panel. We put in a, pro- a proposal mm-hmm. um, to do a panel at PAX. Hopefully they say yes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've never had to do that before. I, I mean, if we wanted to do something at PAX, we would just like tell somebody and be like, all right, you're in. Um, so it's a little bit stressful. It's a little bit nerve-wracking. I don't know. What if yeah. they say no? My ego is yeah, going to be crushed. What am I going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> what oh, am I no. going to do? Um, and then, of course, I go I go through the panic of like, no one's going to show up. This is going to be the worst thing ever. And then I panic like big you time. You do go so. through a weird emotional roller coaster before I, one of these things. I'm kind of on it right now, I, actually. I feel like you kind of should be over it by now, but no. I don't know. You can, you can do you. I think it's worse than ever, actually. But anyways. Uh. I digress. <laughs> um, we also have another fun video in the in the in the coming up. It, the hopper. Yes. <laughs> is that what they call what it? What is a hopper? I don't know. Some, I think it's some like sort of a farming farming, farming mechanism. is a farming term. Yeah. yeah. We have another video. Um, you guys really liked our countdown, like top ten um, Nintendo Direct moments, and a lot of people in the comments were like, "Well, what about press conferences?" And we thought, "Yes." What about them? Um, so we are doing a fun top 10 moments from Nintendo E3 press conferences. And these are really special because there's never going to be another press conference again. So these are like for the history books, which is kind of cool. Um, and like our Nintendo Direct top 10, it's the top 10 good and bad. So there's some doozies in there. But what if that is the new Nintendo Think different moved at E3 2023. It's like, no, we're, we're coming conference? back with this. They're coming conference. back with Mr. We brought Robbie Drums and the Master back. Sword. We brought Robbie <laughs> And now he has the Master Sword. <laughs> and he's flailing it in an off rhythm way. Oh my, and Mr. Miyamoto's playing like, <laughs> like a Wii Remote. Freeform jazz saxophone <laughs> yeah. on a real saxophone this time. I'm here for it. Invite for, me. For Switch music. For Switch, it's for Super Switch U music. Things are cyclical, you see. I see. It's come around. It's cool now. It's coming back. It's like it's like the the Star Wars prequels. It's like you know what? That was actually a great press conference. (laughs) (laughs) I I grew up on that press conference. I would believe it. I would believe it if that happened. Honestly, like (laughs) everyone is different. We're all different now. We're in different places. We're maybe in a place where we love Robbie drums. I don't know. Where are we? Right. Um, anyways, we have that video coming your way, uh, and it is really, it was fun for me to look back for sure. And like, we both rewatched a lot of those press, we won't, we watched all of them to get to this top 10 list. And it was like really fun. I mean, I, I like had some, I had like a, 
a cool like Ratatouille core memory moment, you know, for some of these, which is pretty cool. My conclusion after doing all that research was uh, it's for the best that they've moved on, to be quite honest. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in I would say like now, you know, with the digital sort of um, Nintendo Direct kind of the the autopilot move, like you would never have those kind of risky things that happen. So maybe it is for the best. Um, yeah. Well, shall we get into our story time for today? Let's. And um, maybe as a, a little segue to this is again going back to the video where we we just visited Blizzard. We knew that we would not be getting into Blizzard because uh, we've been there before. Um, and it was for this episode of Nintendo Minute that never aired, but we were able to use some of the lost footage from that in that video. But um, that was a real production um, that we want to share with you today, this this lost episode. And I think there were, I lose track, there were either three or four episodes of Nintendo Minute that we made that never aired. Yeah, We want to we spread these out. So we're going to talk about just this one today. Yeah, this one definitely relates to, and we 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 you and I had some interesting memories when we were at you know near not at but near <laughs> Blizzard um, a couple weeks ago because we were thinking about this episode a lot, so we thought it would be good to talk about it today. And since you're going to be watching some of that lost footage that we finally are able to air as this as part of this um, game headquarters ranking video. Um, we can talk about this one, but this was a really special one, and it would it like really hurt me that this didn't actually this wasn't able to come to fruition because this was something that um, that you and I were thinking about as sort of this next evolution and something that we were going to do for Nintendo Minute that took it into this new and and pushed it into this new direction that we you and I really wanted to do. Um, that we were never able to. So I guess we should start at the beginning. So um, what year was this? Remind me. Uh, well, the episode, we, we filmed that in 2019. Um, okay. But like you yeah. said, this was this was almost like years in the making because, so, you know, as part of our jobs, we did a lot of travel. You and I traveled together. We were very lucky to make a number of Nintendo Minute episodes in different locations, whether it was... Mm-hmm you know, at a PAX or at like Nintendo New York or even in Japan. So we started to get this big idea of like, what if we made a show that went further on that travel aspect and really started to like immerse you in a place and gaming culture and some of the developers that were in location. And it was a perfect fit for us at the time because we were pushing Nintendo Switch, which was all, you know, Anytime, anywhere. And mm-hmm. we had, you know, the perfect system to pay off everything that we were saying of like, oh, well, this is the perfect travel companion. So, yeah. I mean, there were times where we, you know, pitched this to our executive team and it was a very easy yes of like, oh, yeah. this yeah. makes this makes perfect sense. Right. So, you know, this is a, a personal passion of ours too. Like you and I both love to travel. Um, so it, it really just seemed like this really natural evolution for Nintendo Minute. And we were still going to be doing regular Nintendo Minute episodes in the studio. And we had um, had sort of this idea to do um, one of these special Nintendo Minute episodes. We actually branded it. it was, we had a logo made. There was a new theme song. 
Dale worked on the new theme song for this. We had everything done for this. It was called Nintendo Minute on the Go. It was amazing. The logo was adorable and the branding was so good. Dale's music was so good. Such a vibe as usual. (laughs) He might remember this. Um, And we were like ready to go. We were going to film like four episodes a year. We were going to really push ourselves and go to these different locations. And we had some criteria and, you know, it was supposed to be a location where there was a gaming developer or a gaming studio but we would include other things in these videos that were not just video games. We would go to like food places because you and I both really like to eat. <laughs> and we would like really kind of immerse the viewer um, into that location as well. And um, one of the first ones that we tested was supposed to be uh, tied to this blizzard tour that we were doing in Orange County. Yeah, so I, I actually have a duffel bag with a Nintendo Minute on the go logo. I think I you have a fanny pack or something, yeah. something else like that. Um, so that's that's like ultimate collector's item for this thing that never. You talk about the game that never released. We got the, yeah. the merch that never <laughs> for this yeah, thing that never yeah. saw the light of day. Well, well, um, we're kind of scared to share the logo like too widely because I think Nintendo might be mad at us. But yeah, we'll share it in our Discord for Patreon. Or maybe you'll just see me private. again on the go with this duffel bag. You could snap it, snap like a paparazzi you could shot. Snap a paparazzi right, shot with right. a fanny pack. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, also, again, you know, I think you and I, you know, we love to travel. I think we were both really inspired by people like like an Anthony Bourdain, who had done such yeah. a great job of immersing you in a place and really letting like his voice and his perspective come through. And it's like there's nobody's really doing that for games necessarily. And I think yeah. even, you know, for people who who really love games, when you travel, you're still gaming in a, in a sort of a different way. And it's, it's just mm-hmm. become so immersed in, in who you are. It felt like a big opportunity. And there was one show that IGN did um, mm-hmm. with Brian Altano, which I don't yeah. know, is it, was it Fast Travel? I, I'm blanking on the name right now. Yeah, it was a really pro- well-produced show, and they did they, go yeah. to some really cool places. They did probably a half a uh, half dozen episodes. Yeah, he did go to some great places. They had, I remember, they had some really big name sponsors that mm-hmm. you could tell, like the production value was super high, so high. Yeah, um, we were looking to do something a little bit different that was a bit kind of more like you know on the move, on the go, as you would say, yeah. more vlog um, style because that's what we liked. Right, very very unscripted as usual. Yeah, um, we would meet people. We our, our idea was to, again, go to places that had like some sort of, you know, video game studio or a developer that was there. We wanted to meet them in their environment, like have them take us to their favorite lunch place. And we would like hang out and play games and chat, you know, about video games or the game that they were making or the game that they were developing. So that was sort of the the take we wanted to do. And obviously Switch, like you were saying before, was sort of a perfect fit because it was made for that portability part of it. So um, that was going to be a big part of that too. Yeah, and, and we always had, we would go to a restaurant and film like us playing in a restaurant, yeah. but also like show off the food, which was a major addition. And as we got into it, we found out it was a major headache as well. <laughs> yeah, it really was. And in Orange County, we researched like what is the some of the um, like iconic Orange County restaurants that we should maybe stop by. And two places came to mind. One we actually went to when we went to, when we did our gaming HQ rankings, we went to this Coco Curry that we love. That's a Orange County, um, it's a chain in Orange County. 
uh, we tried to get a permit to film there for Nintendo Minute on the go. And it, it was like working with Nintendo Japan. They were like so strict and they had so many restrictions and we were like, okay, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. They um, said like, they're like, we're interested in what you want to do, but we're also very confused. <laughs> we think we need to contact our Japan headquarters. And we were both like, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Do not do that because somebody at Nintendo HQ is going to get a call from their buddy at Coco Curry headquarters and it's going to be a whole to do. I we know. Do not we were going to get in trouble. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, the permitting, because we'd also thought about like, oh, well, you know, what if we filmed on like the Catalina Island and took a ferry? Like we had a lot of ideas yeah. And we did outreach to a lot of places and we'd never heard back from most of them. And yeah. we kind of had a crash course on this whole permitting thing, which, you know, Nintendo being, you know, legal by the book was super insistent that we follow all of that stuff. Right. And it was, it was stressful to be honest. Cause it, it felt like we had not planned enough for that and we had not given ourselves enough time. It was like, yeah. uh, we really do need some of these other elements to pay off this idea. And there was a stretch of time where I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to do it. Yeah. We ended up did get, uh, we ended up with getting a permit at this really like famous taco place, which was also perfect for orange County. And it all came together for this episode. We, we were able to like, we film, we have some beautiful footage that our um, production team captured with like drones and stuff. when we were at the beach and, Orange County. Well, I, I I looked back at that video recently, and I was just like, "Wow." Well, we like, should this say is good. <laughs> I think our production team like was hyped about this idea because it gave them a chance to really like dig through their toy chest and and use some of the stuff yeah. that they didn't get a chance to. Like they brought this some insane camera, incredible camera. cameras. If they're like, "Oh, this costs tens of thousands of dollars, no big deal." Yeah, but it, I mean, this you know they were toting that around. They brought all these drones. They brought all this stuff. So, so I think cool. they were they were really enjoying the opportunity to do something pretty yeah. different as well. It's so true. Like, like I, I was. We say, had I this other Nintendo Minute. Oh, okay. You go. Well, we we had this. I mean, again, like we had so many ideas of like how to make it feel different. We were going to do this montage in the car where we were driving to the studio that was kind of set to the music from that game Sayonara Wild Hearts, which had just come out. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, yeah. oh, we're playing the game in the car, but the music would be playing and we'd have like GoPros on the outside and we'd be driving by the ocean and it would feel super atmospheric and cool. That that was tough. Like we never got far enough in the edit to see that completely paid off. And I yeah. swear we, we will explain why this video never aired. Um, but it was, it was, it was ambitious. I mean, you know, for, for us who had just come from, you know, we film in a studio and we do kind of scrappy, like vloggy stuff. Like there was a lot of stuff in this that we had never done before. And we were kind of learning by the seat of our pants. Yeah, true. Um, but I think that was like one of the cool things about this, pro this like evolution project that we were doing, because the team, the production team and us, we were all like, we were pr pretty studio bound, except for like some of those um, videos that we we film very scrappily uh, at PAX or, you know, when we, when you and I went to Japan, we like filmed ourselves, you know, it was not like the the crazy camera crew that we had for for this episode, for these episodes um, that we were, we were filming. So it gave like everybody this, I think this opportunity to like learn something, use some, use a different skill, you know, learn something new about production. And I think we were all having a lot of fun, even if it was like kind of terrifying sometimes where right, you're like, right. this is definitely a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, 
it was really fun because we were just getting a chance to like stretch our creative wings, you know, um, on this, on this project. Um, and you know, the blizzard piece of it was, you know, again, we did really want to get inside of a studio again, to make it feel bigger and different from a normal episode. We needed an opportunity to do that. So it was like, well, you know, where are there studios that are making switch games? Where are there studios that are making switch games that are coming out that might want to let us in? It was like this narrowing funnel. Right. And around that time, it was like, you know, we'd heard from our third party licensing team, like, well, you know, there's the Switch version of Overwatch that's coming out soon. And we'd gotten tipped off like, oh, they're going to be having a day where, you know, media and content creators can come in and check it out. And it just happened to click perfectly with the schedule that we were envisioning. And, you know, I think to be fair, like, Orange County is not like the most like glamorous travel destination or like a big name that we could have put down, mm-hmm. but it, it did tick all of the boxes of the things that we wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think for us, it was like a little bit of a, not a test episode, but a test location because at least Orange County, it was pretty close to you know, where we already were, it was easy for our team to get there. It, I mean, we were able to like navigate, it wasn't like we were, we needed to go like, you know, do all this in like a foreign country. Like that would have been right. really scary and ambitious for like the first episode. So I think we, there was a number of reasons why we chose that. And it all did kind of line up. You know, we had that blizzard event that was happening that would get us inside the studio. We were going to be able to get time with Jeff Kaplan, who was, um, at Blizzard at the time that was going to take us around and tour the studio. And so we, we had these like really great guests like lined up for this episode. And so it kind of worked out. Yeah, that definitely sweetened the deal. Like they really rolled out the red carpet where it was, yeah, you can hang out with Jeff Kaplan, you know, he'll kind of take you through the game and he'll give you a tour of Blizzard and you, know, you can get, go hands-on with the game and we'll take you whatever you want to see. And, you know, we're super lenient about filming. So it was, that was really appealing to us i think we i think we had two full days of filming for this and the first day was kind of the restaurant and everything else i think you know we went to the beach and we shot some some stuff there we were trying to do that montage and then the second day was you know the full day at blizzard, at blizzard and, yeah. and from there we would and you know, i think i think we envisioned the episode probably being you know 50 50 blizzard and 50 percent all the other stuff too right right exactly so we film everything. It's, you know, a big production, obviously. A lot of people were on this project. We go back and we start going through the edit. Well, um, well let's, let's talk more about what, I mean, what we did at Blizzard, because that was amazing. Okay. I mean, that tour was way more... I mean, he, he probably spent like over an hour with us. I thought he might spend like 15 minutes and be like, oh, oh yeah. here's, here's the statue. See you later. <laughs> I mean, he was such a nice guy. He was incredibly nice. Yeah, and, he was so nice and so hospitable and was just like really excited to be with us. Um so we we actually got to see some like previews of um of the game first and we were we were able to play with some other creators which was really really fun. Um and then we went on this like studio tour where he just like took us around to all of the major spots. Um, he showed campus. us everything. I mean, he was like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, here's where we launch games and this is like mission control and we can see what's crashing and what's not working here. Here's like, you know, all of the, you know, cool stuff that people get. Um, 
at Blizzard when they work like five, 10, 20 years. And, you know, we have stuff like that at Nintendo, but it wasn't anywhere near as cool as that. Yeah. You don't get like a sword um, and shield. <laughs> yeah. Here's like, here's like, oh, well, here's all this crazy, like, here's a 20 foot tracer statue that we've got. Mm-hmm. And again, he was just so sweet and nice. And he had somebody else with him who was one of the other developers who I, I feel really bad that this episode never aired because he was like, oh, my kid is the biggest Nintendo Minute fan. Um, he's going to be super pumped that I'm on the show. Oh my God. <laughs> of course, so this great. episode never aired. If he's so listening sad. to this or if he's watching this, please reach out. We'll do something special. <laughs> oh my God. We didn't mean for it to never come out. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> but yes, we had, a, we had two great days of filming. We got back and we started working on this thing. Yeah. So we had like our best editor on this. And she was like working really, I mean, there was a lot of footage to go through. And because everything was shot on like a 4K camera, the footage, the files were so big and hard to manipulate. Um, So it was a big task to like go through the footage and put this thing together. And we had like very, you and I had had this like very specific vision of how we wanted this thing to look. Like we were like very invested in this. Like you talked a little bit about that Sayonara Wild Hearts like car montage. Like I already had We got James Cameron with this car montage. I know. I need this. (laughs) I need the vibe check to be so spot on. I need this to be Oscar worthy. No, that was definitely like we had the stuff with the permitting at the beginning and then kind of actually sinking the teeth into the edit, which we were not doing, of course. That was the other like, oh, we may have bit yeah. off more than we can chew because we had a very specific date in mind for when we wanted this to get out exactly. for it to have the biggest impact. So it's like, well, right. the further we get from when this you know this game comes out, people are not going to care as much. Um, and we obviously we wanted to, bit to do big because we wanted to keep doing more of these. Right, exactly. So it was kind of a struggle actually in the edit. Like we were... Like we had done more rounds of, we were we were not gonna hit that date. We were not gonna hit that date, and we were like more picky than ever. Like usually with Nintendo Minute in studio videos, we were pretty like, you know, we keep the list of like changes pretty short because we need the video to we need the episode to air that week. Well, so your like, your list of edits were usually yeah, looks great, ship it, <laughs> and then I yeah, would have like exactly. you know eight you maybe six like, to eight things. You would have <laughs> so, like real nitpicky things I was that would more drive picky. the editor. They drive the editors crazy. Now it's my 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 own. <laughs> now cross you're to the bear. one getting this. Now it's my own cross to bear because I I edit it and I think it's yeah. perfect and I send it over to you for feedback and you send me a list of eight things to change. So it's literally like <laughs> looks I great, just, but I'm just just like having to like suffer now, which is maybe what I deserve. Anyways, <laughs> it's the, the the punishment I must suffer now. But yeah, so we had gone back and forth with poor this poor editor um, who was probably really very sick of us at this point. Um, and we were not going to hit that date either. And and then something really unfortunate happened. Yeah, you may recall back in uh, late, I guess this was maybe September 2019, Blizzard has that had that whole Hearthstone crisis. Which, honestly, now looking at it in 2022 in the spectrum of, you know, world crises that we have experienced and other Blizzard crises that, that have happened feels quite like minuscule, minuscule? in comparison yeah. but at the time it was it was massive and it quickly became clear like we should not air this and that was not anything that we were told that was not anything you know that somebody tapped us on the shoulder it was, that was our own like conclusion pretty quickly of like this is not going to yeah. go over well 
if we put this out. And it was like, well, it's probably not going to blow over anytime soon. And it didn't. So we just had to shelve the thing. Yeah. So we shelved it, which meant we shelved the entire Nintendo Minute on the go project. And then the pandemic happened. Yeah. And then we left the company. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a bummer chain of events. It's okay, though. The happy ending is that we are here now and we get to do this on our own. And we don't have to pull permits. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't have to. You just have to, to climb a tree to, to get the footage you want. I just have to climb a tree. That's yeah. exactly right. I'm happy to. I'm happy. You wouldn't let me. I was happy to climb the tree. Shimmying um, up this palm tree. Yeah. So all of this is to say that it was kind of a sad and unfortunate event that this this episode that we all, just so many people worked so hard on that was this long time um, creative thing in the making never will never and did not ever come to fruition. But the the great thing is, is that you and I still love traveling and doing things like this. So now we can take that, that same idea and do it here. So <laughs> if you want to see more travel uh, video game videos, um, vlogs and stuff, let us know because we'll do that. You know, we did a poll um – of our Patreon subscribers not too long ago. It's like, what kind of videos, you know, do you like to see us do on the Kit and Krista show? And I was really shocked that vlog was like, it was either number one or like kind of tied with number one along yeah. with, you know, us playing games, which was not what I expected, but it's, it's great right. because we love doing those and those are really fun to make. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely want to want to like come back to this idea. This is obviously to make it the way that we wanted to, for Nintendo, it, it takes a lot more production resources. So we might not be able to make it at that same caliber, but we can s- definitely still travel and do vlogs. And you, we probably have been like testing the waters a little bit already with some of the ones that we've done, like the Summer Game Fest one that we did, obviously this um, game gaming uh, headquarters ranking video in, in the Orange County was sort of like that as well. We haven't pushed it as far as we wanted to, um, but that's something that we have on our mind to to keep to keep going with. Yeah, and we just have this kind of half edited version of the video that's fun to look back on and think yes. about. You know, what if? And exactly. you know that that is something that was really remarkable about Nintendo Minute is like we had like no, like nothing went to waste of what we filmed. It was yeah. always like film it, it's great, get it out. Uh, but there were, you know, again, like the three to four videos that, you know, had very specific reasons why we did them and they never got out. And, you know, it's cool to talk about one. We'll see if we can talk about some of the other ones um, mm-hmm. a little bit later on. But, um, yeah, that definitely felt different than some of the other projects that we saw where it was like, oh, we just just didn't do it or, oh, we just took a week off. It was like that was definitely not our mentality. Exactly. Yeah, and and I was so happy um, that we're able to just share some of the footage from this lost episode in this game rankings video. So at least you'll see a little bit of it there. Um, so that makes me happy that yeah, finally a piece of this video can air somewhere. <laughs> All right, that's shall the story we move time. on to uh, never a minute? Let's. All right, so in our Never a Minute segment, we're doing kind of a fun discussion. You came up with this, so I'm going to let you explain it because it can be a little confusing. 
So I bought a game um, on Switch recently uh, for with the part of the big sale that's going on. Um, New Super Lucky's Tale was the game. And I mentioned that to somebody and they're like, oh, do you know that's on Game Pass? And I had a moment of like, oh, did I make a mistake by paying for this game? But I thought about it. It's like, no, I'm glad I had it on Switch. So the idea of this is like Switch or Game Pass. So we're each going to give each other some games which maybe they're not actually on Switch or Game Pass, but it's like, hypothetically, which would you prefer to have the game on? Get it for free on Game Pass, play it on Xbox, or pay money to play it and have it on Switch? And that would come with, you know, whatever technical trade-offs would come with that as well. Right. But you are basically paying for portability. Or exactly. You're going right. to be and flexibility, all that stuff. Right, and then or or you can play for free on on Game Pass on Xbox. Right, right. All right. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. So we each have okay. four of these. You have four. four? You. I have more than four, but we can. Get oh my gosh! Why well, have I? Just, why? I oh, writing games down. You went just crazy. Well, um, <laughs> all right. I've got a fun one here. Okay. Let's say tomorrow there's a big <gasps> announcement from Square Enix who Ooh. said. We are bringing Final the Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII Remake Trilogy, mm-hmm. and you can choose if it comes to Game Pass or to Nintendo Switch. What do you choose? Ooh. That's a good one. The The thing is, is that the, the, technical, the technological trade-offs would be pretty big for this one, right? Right, right. Yeah. You know what? I would I would pick Game Pass for this one because Final Fantasy, these kinds of games, these are the games that I want to. I'm happy to really like sit in front of my big projector and like really concentrate and and singularly focus on the experience of pay- playing this game. So I, I would prefer to play it on like a powerful console that can run it. So yeah, I would say yeah, that's Pass what I would have chosen too. Yeah. Like I mean, even. The first one I played on on PS4, like I was floored at how great that game looked. I yeah, I, I really wouldn't want to go away from that. Exactly. So that's yeah, it's kind of an easy choice for me. Yeah. Okay, I have one for you. Okay. Now this game is is already on Game Pass, but I'm I'm but curious not on Switch. To see, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I'm curious to to see if you would if it did come to Switch, if you would pay for the portability. Aha. Uh-huh. Halo Infinite. Oh boy! Would you pay for, and it, it, let's say it would have crossplay, so it's kind of like a yeah. Fortnite where you would be able to, um, you know, play with other people, but you would have probably some tech downgrading, but you could play Halo anywhere. You know, I'm I'm probably atypical in that with um, Halo Infinite, like. The multiplayer, I kind of came and went with it. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed the single player more. Mm. And I think I probably would have spent more time kind of poking around that world than I did if it was on Switch. Oh. I don't know. 343, they're a very capable developer. I feel like they are, you know, they, they could find the job. right studio to do a capable port. Yeah. I think I'm going Switch on that. See, I would do that the same thing. I would mm. go Switch because these are the kinds of games that I love playing on Switch because it's like very seasonal. You know, it's like one of those games where you can like take it and leave it and, and come and go with it or even play like short bursts at a time if you didn't want 
I mean, I actually like the multiplayer. Um, hopefully that would work on Switch. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe yes. Uh, I mean, Fortnite works on Switch, so it's <laughs> something like that, right? Um, but yeah, I would I would absolutely pay for portability in this case. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. We're so aligned. Wow. In lockstep. Let's hear to the table's turn. Give me another um, one. All right. Here's the next one. Uh, another announcement is made tomorrow where you can choose. Oh, I can choose. Does Diablo 4 Ooh. come to Nintendo Switch or Game Pass? That's an we easy should one say, for me. Oh. Uh, Blizzard, soon to be part of uh, Microsoft. But you get to choose. It's I in your hands. I love Diablo on Switch, though. Diablo 3 on Switch was pretty great. That was pretty great. Yeah. And again... It's one of those games where, like, I kind of like it that I have the flexibility of taking it with me um, and playing it. We played a lot of Diablo together, like, on the plane and all that stuff. And and also, I'm so into the mobile Diablo Immortal right now on mobile oh. that I'm, like, I'm seriously, like, a believer in portable Diablo now. Like, wow. So weird too, because when I started playing Diablo, obviously I was playing on PC and that is like maybe the least <laughs> portable thing ever. Like we definitely did the land parties where I carried my PC to people's houses, yeah. which was like a whole like production. But now I'm like, why is not all Diablo games portable? Like we need to. Yeah. So yeah, I would pick switch. Going switch. I'm going switch. <laughs> All the online stuff in the Diablo 3 version also works surprisingly well. Weirdly well. Yeah. And I liked the look, you know, the visuals of of Diablo 4. I I think those look great. But, you know, the way you play that game where it's a bit, you know, zoomed out, I'm not so worried about losing the detail. So I think I would go Switch also. This can happen. I mean, hopefully we get eventually a, a Switch version of Diablo 4. Who yeah, knows? yeah. I'd love Usually that. they come later. Like you don't get it yeah. like day one is the, not going to be on Switch, which right. is always like a thing. But yeah. usually they come later. So hopefully that's the case for this one. I mean, I'm going to play that game. I think day one. So wherever, yeah, regardless, it's launching, like I'll just play it. So yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's one for you. Okay. The next Yakuza game Ooh. is announced. Whoa. You get to choose. Oh boy. Game Pass or Switch. Those games are long, but they are fun to, I mean, they are like yeah. very visual. Well, you know, I, I, either way, I might be playing it on something other than my PS5 because I had that sad moment where I put the, it into uh, suspend oh, mode and it right. <laughs> and it got a uh, system update in the middle of the night and rebooted Ooh. itself at this point where I couldn't save. So I was a little upset at that. That's true. You were going to um, beat the game Ooh. soon and you couldn't. <laughs> That's a tough one. I know. Those games look good, but I'm going to say not good enough. I think I feel like they could be a really nice version of Yakuza on the Switch. Really? There was um Really? There was they did a Yakuza on the Wii U that of course bombed and they're like, that "Well, we'll terrible. never we'll never do that again." Yeah. Um maybe they should I, try I again. That. Switch is we different could, than Wii U. <laughs> I mean, they you know, Sega and Atlas, they just got over getting uh Persona, Persona on the there Switch. Maybe this is the next hump they can get over. That's true. That's very true. I yeah. I think I'm going to stick with it on a console or like on really on Game Pass. Tell me why. 
uh, again, it's one of those games where, you know, I'm happy to be very like focused and just have it be, it's like one of those like more cinematic games for me. Like there's a couple yeah. of games in that category where it's like. When there's a large man in a diaper, you need that on a hundred inch screen, right? And a hot guy in a suit. <laughs> but <laughs> mostly, like but mostly an old salary man in a diaper. Or a chicken. <laughs> or a foot-tapping shareholder. <laughs> I need that on the 120 inch, okay? I need to be focused on this on this chicken. All right. Um, yeah, because I feel like all my Switch games, I only play in handheld mode at this point. I rarely have it in TV mode, and I'm always yeah. multitasking with it. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to multitask Yakuza. Like, I want to, like... I mean, you don't have to multitask. You could, you I, could focus. You could pay attention. Or not. That's not how I play Switch Seems at all. Seems to be a challenge. Either, either I'm playing it to multitask or I'm playing it in bed. So. All right. Um, <laughs> this, is my, this is my third one here. Okay. Tomorrow, you get a phone call, panicked, from Mr. <gasps> Yuji Hori. Oh, Dragon says, Quest? Krista-san, I need to know. Hori-san. Dragon Quest yes. Twelve. Switch Hi. or Game Pass? Oh. Help me! Dragon Quest? No, Switch! What do you do? <laughs> You're going Switch. I have to go Switch for that. Dragon Quest, we have to go Switch. We have now, to go Switch. Uh, I actually have to disagree with this. What? Which, is, which might be surprising. Dragon Quest Eleven. I was a little disappointed in the Switch version. Which really? I know I know most people love that version. I didn't mind it at all. It did not run or look as good as I had ex- expected it to. I was a teensy bit disappointed in that, actually. And I know this probably negates everything I said about all these other games that I want on Switch because they probably run and look just like that. But this is one where I've seen it. And I was like, ah, kind of wish I'd played that on something else, which I know it's like this game is so big and so like open and big. Yeah. It's probably better, but I'll, I'll, I'll try it another way this time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to try it another way. I no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either I way, you're probably it. not going to beat it. I beat Dragon Quest Eleven. You did? Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> I'll show you my game. I beat that game <laughs> I believe on Switch. You. I was in I was in Spain when I beat it. It was oh, wow. amazing. It was so fun. And I no, I need it on Switch. Yeah, Dragon right. Quest Twelve on Switch. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, here is one that's kind of interesting. This game is already on Switch, but I personally do not think it's that good right now on Switch. Okay. Mario Strikers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Would you rather play that game on Game Pass or do you just want to keep it on Switch? Think about it, though, because these kinds of games, these, like, sports games or even, like, uh-huh. these kinds of, like, um, games where they add characters and maps and updates to it, doesn't it feel like it – I'm trying to convince you now. Doesn't it feel like it works better on Game Pass because then you're, like, not feeling like, oh, I just dropped, like, $60 and this game is kind of, like, incomplete? Um uh, Maybe if it was on Game Pass, it wouldn't be that bad, and I'll just keep updating it and everything. I'm not sure where you're going with this point, to be quite honest. You don't. Um, well, so yeah, I know you know you don't love this game. I don't think like the way it runs though is a big issue. I think it looks fine. I think it runs fine. I will say like 
when I play that game, I find myself like jamming on buttons and pushing buttons harder than I normally would. And that Xbox controller is so clicky. I think that would bother me. So I'm going to keep it's it on a Switch. Weird reason. It's my reason. Leave me alone. Like I feel like that game. You're not going to be playing so this game better. on anything soon. I know that game would be so much better as an Xbox Game Pass game. It would but like why? in that because okay, so it's like explain yourself. If you have Game Pass, you can get that game for free, right? And then. <laughs> You wouldn't feel so bad. You just wanted a chance to take a shot at this poor game. I didn't. You no, did. I'm just saying, like when when game with a game like that where they're like, it's like when they release it, it's not like the complete game. There's more stuff coming for it. I want it like, on Game so Pass, much- so I don't feel like I got ripped off like I do now. Exactly. I feel they like I feel got that ripped way. off. All right. All right, let's move I on. do. You're getting vindictive and ranty. I'm not vindictive. I do feel like you I got are. a little ripped off, though. $60. Are. It's a lot of money. I haven't played that game in weeks, and I want to love it, but I can't. All right. All right. All right. We're if only on. it was free on Game Pass. I'm first. I'm amazed that we have not had any overlap with any of these uh any of these games so far. I know, right? That's amazing. Okay. This is your number uh, four, right? My big my big finale. Yeah, big okay. A series we love. Oh no! The, I think I the next something. Assassin's Creed. I you have decide. This on my list. Oh, I was waiting for number up. four. Oh my god! You decide. No, Game Pass. Have you ever played an Assassin's Creed on Switch? No, I played. Some I on played Wii U. on Wii U. I played. Well, some. wow! Now listen to this. I played Black Flag Assassin's Creed Four on the Wii U. Oh, I played that game on Wii U. That was n- that was not. It great. was interesting with the gamepad, but it it was not. No, the I, it was not the ideal way to play. I also played the one with the with Connor. Oh, three, Connor. yeah. I I played that also on the Wii U. On Again, Wii U, not the best. I didn't like that at all, honestly. So, I well, I get game you. Pass. So, so so Game Pass is your answer. Game Pass for sure, for sure. Again, this is one of those games. Happy to to. Give up portability for yeah. like it to look amazing. I need this I've, game. I mean, this game needs to look amazing. So I would be concerned about them being able to fully translate that exactly. to the Switch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I mean, that was a launch game. I still think that's one of the best looking PS5 games that I have. And Me too. Have yeah. Sometimes you go back to that game just to look at how pretty it is. You know, it's a huge um, world. It looks great. The frame rate is perfect. Like, yeah, I'm really impressed by that game. Exactly. Technically. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Yeah, keep it there. Okay, well, here is one that we are both actually playing right now on Switch. Oh. Um, but would you rather have this game on Game Pass? Neon White. Oh, no, I don't think that's necessary. Really? <laughs> no. I mean, th- that game is not like a technical marvel. Um, not that it you know needs to be. I'm not saying anything bad about it. Um yeah, I, th- I think it runs it runs really well on the Switch. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. But I mean, like, if you didn't care of it, care for it to be portable, and you just wanted to play that game for free on Game Pass, wouldn't that be? Bad? Well, see, so I mean, I, I didn't have any indie games on my list because I was like, again, like the, at some point the price becomes like almost negligible. It's like, eh, just choose the one you like. Um, so what, what, what was what was Neon White like twenty twenty five bucks or something? It's like, eh. 
I don't feel the sting from that so much. Not like Mario Strikers. Like I felt the sting. $60 of Mario Strikers sent you to the port $60, you guys. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for a game that I have not played. You for couldn't over pay the bills hours. because of Mario Strikers. My lights are off. You're of eating Mario ramen Strikers. for the next month. Exactly. Well, you'd be eating ramen for the next month anyway. So that's true. That's true. It I doesn't am a matter. Aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, for a game like Neon White, I do like it in portable, so I'm happy to pay the $25 for it to be on Switch. And See, I was just playing it, it on also, Switch on this vacation. So I'm like, yeah, that's that was great. Yeah, even if it was already also on Game Pass, I think I would still pick the Switch version is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. All right. Wow. Well, we were we did pretty well. We didn't have that much overlap, and we kind of agreed on most things. That was pretty interesting, I've got to say. Yeah. What do you guys think? I want to hear your opinions. We'll put the list of games but if you have other games, like tell us. Yeah, Maybe. that would cause like a dilemma for you of like, yeah. oh, I really don't know I don't which know way which I'd one go to on this. Pick. Yeah, yeah, tell us in the comments. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Wow. Well, good segue into what we've been playing. Yeah. Neon White's at the top of, of the list. Stuff. Top of the list. Yeah, yes, there is a lot. List. Some of these some of these might be quick though. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Little again, again, the gaming poo it's the season of the gaming poo-poo platter. Which is perfect yes, for summer. Gaming whores divorce. Just little, little, little snackies. Except for Horizon, which is not a snack. Well, it's a that's meal. for you, not for me. It's a meal. It's a it's an entree and a dessert. Uh, neon okay, White, let's, though. Let, let's start with Neon White, which we both have been playing and enjoying a lot. Um, yeah, I got good at this game. Like at first, I like last week when I was Define playing. Find good. It, Last week when I was playing it, I was like, oh, I don't think I can make it very much further. This is pretty hard. Like, I don't know if I can get You beat these. Elden Ring. You you can't use this excuse anymore. No, you no, gotta throw Elden that Ring out. is different. This no, is like, it's not. I'm really bad at platforming. Well, and 3D yeah, platforming, in- <laughs> or like first person platforming is even like more of a challenge for me. So I was like already pretty nervous going into it, even though the game looked and sounded cool. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like the first, like the first couple of levels, I was like, "Whoa, I I can't do this. This is really hard." But then, like you, the game does a great job of like letting you kind of get the hang of it and making it feel um, like I don't know, like teaching you like little by little, like all the different moves because it kind of slowly introduces different um, moves to you. And uh, I'm really surprised that I've like been I've been like doing pretty good and I I'm I think I'm further a little further along than you. Um and I, I got through like this kind of hard what it, I won't spoil it for people, but it's it's basically like the equivalent of a boss fight. And I, I was able to do it. Like I was it was hard. I definitely had to try it several times, but I was able to do it. I felt pretty good about myself. I was like, wow, when it comes together, when you like chain all the moves together and stuff, it, it feels great. And you're like, oh, I'm awesome. I'm really good at this. Um so I've been really liking it. Yeah, you you um, zoomed a bit ahead of me, so I I can see where you are on those leaderboards. And the new rule that I have is I can't move on until I beat your time, uh, which means I have had to play some of these levels a couple times to do that, but I always do. You do, and then I go back and beat your time. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't get any notification or anything for that. So in my mind, it didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always look at what you did and then like, because it, the game does like kind of force you to replay some stuff to yeah. um, get your rank to the right number to move forward. So you have to replay some levels anyway. Like yeah. if I'm going to play it one time and I didn't like get a medal, like I'll go back and, and redo it, you know? 
Now, last week, uh, Neil from Nintendo World Report was the big hero for having the great times. Yeah. I think this week there's a new hero, which oh. might be uh, Per Schneider of IGN. <gasps> oh, he's not um, my friend, I don't think, on Switch. Oh, I don't see him. Per, why are you not uh-oh. my friend? Now this became nice. a sad story. But um, some of his times are really good. Some of the times I see are so good, it's like I must be missing like an alternate route yeah. through this level. If you get the third eye after you unlock that, it does My give you the third eye is always open. No, it isn't. It's like tape <laughs> <Right now>. shut. <laughs> tape shut. <laughs> Just bop um, it. It's like closed. And like flick it. <laughs> Good thing. What we're is that? I don't even room. know what that is. There's like a thing that unlocks. It's like. As you do the levels, it fills up this little meter. You don't see that at the bottom of your screen. But what, it, what like, does it do? It shows you the alternate route. The fast oh, route. Oh, no, I haven't noticed that. Yeah, that that's how people are getting those times. Because then okay. I, I did the alternate route for one of them, and I got, like, the ace medal, and I did it in, like, 10 seconds. Oh. Like, oh. I'm going to say something, something that might seem contradictory about this game right now. Yeah. I'm having a great time with this game. Uh-huh. I'm really enjoying it. And? I might stop soon. <laughs> Why? Um, I did that last set of levels last night, and at the end of it, I was kind of exhausted because it's a lot to it's a lot to like mentally and physically put together yeah, to yeah. get through it. It is, it and I'm just like I don't do know how lot. much more of this I can handle. I really would love for you to do the boss fight, though. I am it's, curious about that. I think you should try it. It's in, it's, yeah. it's really quick, and the next set of levels that you do is only three, so it's only like oh really two more, and then the oh, boss fight. Because I was gonna say maybe maybe smaller chunks. Because I did the whole third run, which was like eight or eight to ten. Yeah. So the the one after that is only it's only three levels. Oh, okay. And the third right, one I'm is the boss fight, actually. So I'm up for that. You just yeah. I think you should at least do that, and then you can okay. maybe if you don't feel like doing any more. I, I just finished that today so i was just gonna check out what's next but yeah. i might not be playing it like every single day like yeah. even for the last i do time. i do sort of marvel at the game design because there are some things where it's like you need to get it in certain order where like one card supersedes the next to yes. do the move to get like where you need to go and it's like that's right somebody had to think out the sequencing of all this and i imagine make it like a post-it note board where they're because like, i'm just barely get- i'm just barely making it happen <laughs> yeah it's like you have to get the jump you have to jump card and then the dash card or like right the dash card and but then it's like the, when you get that card that moves to card. the top of your stack right 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 yeah so i i sometimes like feel like i have to manually do it and then i always mess it up so I was oh, like, oh i never no, no, do no. that yeah it it did it for me i don't right. need to like yeah. i was so like you, i'm you ready in my head that. i'm like i'm ready to change the order if i need right. to but right. then i don't have to ever do that yeah, so, yeah. anyways um but yeah, so fun and shocking that I'm doing so well and just getting through it. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, other games that we have been playing. You've been playing New Super Lucky's Tale? This is going to be super brief because I played it for about 30 minutes. Uh, oh, but it, okay. that's one of those games. Again, I was talking about 3D platformers and how I was just kind of missing those. Mm-hmm. And I saw that this was part of the sale. So I, I was like, i got to get on this. I know this is this is probably good but not great. Um Apparently there was a a Lucky's Tale and a Super Lucky Super Lucky's Tale for there to be a new Super Lucky's Tale. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of missed. I missed the boat on that. The progression one. of some of that. This is like New Super Mario Brothers Two. You yeah. next whatever. But a- again, it 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 
I played the first couple levels. It is a very solid, very competent 3D platformer okay. that feels slightly uninspired in spots, but it just felt very kind of relaxing and comforting to play. So I probably yeah. am not, it's probably not going to be my main thing, but I might chip away at it over time. Is this a, is there a multiplayer in this game? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. This is a good one for me to check out on Game Pass, I think, so I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah, it, I mean, it, it does look in great, um, run great on the Switch, but, yeah, if it's yeah. on Game Pass, you might as well just grab that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, cool. And then other, like, smaller games, I did check out the Cuphead DLC, the Delicious Last Course. And? Oh, my gosh, it is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it is it hard Mostly because it's been a while since you played Cuphead. Probably. probably. I, think it, I think that's probably that the main girl, reason. That little girl cup, though, Miss Chalice, oh my gosh, so cute. And she does have some moves that help. Um, I, I was a very bad Cuphead player. I thought they were like, okay, but this is well, another. We did go to um, a preview session with um, the developers that were there. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're, she does have some stuff that makes it a teensy yes. bit easier a maybe. little bit yeah, there's some stuff so she has this double jump that's really helpful um she also has this dash move where it like replenishes your like your little special ability things like immediately if you dash into like one of those like pink oh. enemies or pink things um so so there are there are cer- certain things where um she's she's like a little bit teensy bit easier but yeah definitely i'm very rusty with cuphead mechanics and everything's like so fast and there's like so many things on the screen like coming at you and you're just like oh my gosh what's happening um i was able to get through like three levels and then i got that's great one and i was like okay this is so i love hard. cuphead <laughs> i'm a little scared to go back to it at this point again just because i'm so rusty yeah we, we did we both got codes for this so i have it i just I'm just not, I'm just not ready. So cute. And the music is so good. And the little oh, yeah. role that you're in, oh my gosh, it's so great. And like everything is based around getting this like cake so you can come back from the dead. I mean, it was just, a, it's adorable. It's so <laughs> cute. So even if you just go and look at it, <laughs> it's kind of okay. worth it, you know? Check um, out some game over screens. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you can look at the game over screens. And you can put it into like the semi easy mode, which is not that easy, honestly, but still pretty hard for me. Um, so I did it for a couple of the levels for sure. What else? Um, I played a game that it's a little, you know, under the radar. Maybe you haven't heard of it. It's called Fortnite. Mm. I've never um, heard of that. What's that game about? I had, I, I'd been, I'd been mentioning this to you of like, I need to go back and check out Fortnite. I do this like yeah. once or twice a year. It is fun um, to go back. And I was like, they're always adding so much stuff to it. Mm. Um, I just wanted to see what was going on. And I really liked sort of the trailers um, that they had for the last one because it felt very summery for this yeah. last season. And it's got Darth Vader, which I'm very excited about. Um, Darth Vader is hidden very deep in this battle pass, which I will not be buying, so I will not be getting Darth Vader. Oh. I do have the Mandalorian skin, though, which I am is my prized possession in Fortnite, so I'm, I, that's how I oh, roll. Oh, that's cool. You spent some V-Bucks um, on that or what? I sure did. Oh, wow. Yeah. The... Um, <laughs> The the seasons always feel more different in the trailers than they do when you're actually playing. Like, mm. I think it's probably a function of me not being a very casual Fortnite player. I'm like, yeah, I don't know exactly what's new here. Right. right. I mean, I know they well, added. You can like, do the no build, which is good because I didn't yes, like the build. That stuff. is how I was playing. That's how I'm playing now. Yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, part. I didn't do the building beforehand anyway. 
And somehow I still managed to do okay. I don't know. The way I play Fortnite, I don't know if it's weird. I mostly just run around trying to find people. And by the time I do, there's like 15 people left. So I end Mm. up getting a pretty good finish for doing absolutely nothing. It feels Um, like the world is always so big when I play. Like, where is everybody? Well, I think a lot of people jump off the bus like as soon as possible. And there's probably some crazy shootout there. Oh, as Reggie says, it's time to jump off <laughs> the battle the bus. Battle bus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I always jump off in some remote location where yeah. there's like nobody around, and I'm just like hunkered down in like right. a cabin somewhere, and then like I wait around for some. The one thing I did turn on, which they didn't have last time I played, was uh, gyro aiming. Ooh, which is great. And I, any game, any shooter now that doesn't have that, I'm just kind of annoyed. Um, there's a, there's kind of a variation of that that you can use, which is what I'm using, which is when you actually aim is when that gets activated. When you're just sort of running around, there's no gyro aiming. So it doesn't um, feel like you're like jostling if you, you know, move the controls. Oh, like good. Like Splatoon. Yeah. Like sometimes it can get really like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you can get a lot of um, motion sickness. But it's only when you're pulling down the left trigger that that becomes active and you can start to oh. do it, which is great because they, I've never been good at, at Fortnite aiming. I'm still not very good at it. Um, but I, yeah. did, I did get a couple top 10 finishes. Um, wow. Again, prob- most, mostly for just running through these hills and valleys doing nothing. Okay. So that's, that's my hot Fortnite update. It's great. Yeah. I, I definitely like to go back and check it out for like short bursts, but I'm not like a daily a lot of our friend Fortnite group from players. from Nintendo is still. They're like, we got to get some Fortnite games going. I'm happy to. It's like, I'll, I all love right. Fortnite as a hangout game. Like, I will hang out with anyone that. It wants is to a play pretty great hangout game. Fortnite because you yeah. sit. Yeah, you're basically just hang, like sitting around most of the time. Super low stakes. Very low stakes. Yeah. Exactly. I would love to any anytime. Um, all right, I went back, friends, to Horizon Forbidden West. Yes, I know. Finally. I've been saying this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, but I finally did it. I went back. I had left off apparently, and no spoilers, but I had left off at like kind of a pivotal moment in the game, I guess, because when I went back, I was immediately like thrown into this pretty significant like story sequence and a really like hard fight where I had forgotten all the buttons and what they do and all my abilities and what they were and all the arrows that I have and what they did and how to do things. I was fumbling around like an idiot and pressing all these buttons. And I was like, wait, which, which, which is this arrow? What's that do? Um, Somehow was able to beat that sequence of events, but the skin of my teeth, no more health potions. And um, a big like story thing happened. And then I was like, yes, this game is awesome. Like I am back like fully great. It fully grabbed my attention once more. Um, so yeah, I have been like making really good progress and I, I think I'm on track to actually finishing it now. So <laughs> that's exciting. Remember when you said um, you were going to finish it before Elden Ring? Yes. I in, in the span that. of like one week. You're like, it I'm going like to just play this game beginning to end in one week. <laughs> that sure didn't happen. I was like, I feel like I could do it. And then I was like, oh, no, that's not My, The only thing I, I, I'm fairly certain I'm not going to go back to this game, but I do yeah. want to see, you know, all the stuff that's like on the box art. It's like their version of San Francisco. But yes. I understand that is like at the very end of the game. It is. So you maybe are going you can, west. 
So maybe you can send me a screenshot or something. I will. Yeah, I I just saw their version of um, another like landmark area yeah. in in the West. I again, I will not spoil it for people that are playing this game, but I it was a wow moment. Like yeah, I, that sounds. I you mean, told me what that was. That sounds. I did cool. tell you. I know you're not going to play it, but I don't. I know people. Other people don't want to hear it. But send I send me a I screenshot of that. I will. I I was like playing that whole whole area, and I was like, this is such a great imagining of what this place looks like in the future and then have it be destroyed and then have it be rebuilt again. Yeah. Like, wow. Like that's some, like some next level thinking there. Like that's pretty cool. You know? Um, so I, I really enjoy that part. I just finished that part last night and I was like, this is such a good game. (laughs) Like, Oh my gosh, I feel so bad that it came out around Elden Ring and no one, a lot of people didn't appreciate it as much, but oh man, what a what a great game and how like beautiful, you know. There is like I do I am getting used to like that thing where there's the HUD is just so busy. It's like go here, go there, pick this herb, oh, do that yeah. thing. And it's like she's always in my ear, like, maybe if I follow those tracks, I can do the side quest. I'm like, I think yeah. there was a patch where they took some of that stuff out. They, they like, did. Reduced. I did patch the game and it it, it was like <laughs> a teeny still bit bad. better. But I'm just like, can you stop talking to me, please? Oh, I no. am busy right now. <laughs> you got something to say. Shut up. Say it. I don't oh need your chit chat right now. Oh my God. <laughs> it's lonely in the future. Oh, she has friends. Talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it it is like such like a stark difference to, you know, Elden Ring where it's like beautiful silence. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're just like on your own, you know? Yeah. But anyways, I really love it. I'm so excited that I went back and I'm not sorry at all. Well, I am uh, enjoy. I've enjoyed breaking the chain of open world games. So oh, my, yeah? my my gaming poo-poo platter continues. Uh on a whim, I downloaded the demo for and again I need to I need to make sure I say this name right because it's a very confusing game. Live alive. No. L- live a live. Live alive. Oh, I went back to the treehouse live segment before we st- recorded this to make sure. Live alive. Live alive. Yes. Oh. I mean, yeah, it could be could be live alive. Live alive, live, live alive, live alive. I mean, my goodness. After a bad start, anyhow. Live alive. This is a game that I. I mean, obviously, I was aware of it. I had mm. kind of like was like, eh, it's not for me. I don't really care. But for some reason, I was like, well, with this demo, maybe I'll check it out. It's pretty cool, and I might actually um, play this when it comes out. There's a small problem that comes out in very close proximity to Xenoblade Three. Yeah, which I am committed. To playing, um, yeah, we have. So to this at least is check I, that game out. so this is like a JRPG from the '90s that never came out uh, outside of Japan, mm-hmm. and it's by one of the lead designers worked on Final Fantasy IV, which is my favorite Final Fantasy and one of my favorite games. Um, it's these kind of like different slices of of storytelling. So there's in the demo there's. Um, ancient China, feudal Japan, and I think one that's set in the future. But, I mean, you've seen other ones where it's like a cowboy or Mm -hmm. there's all these different, like, time settings that gives me kind of like almost a chrono trigger feel because that's, you know, mostly about time travel. And I'm I'm not sure how long any of those chunks are, but I like the idea of these sort of self-contained stories in a bigger game. Yeah. Because sometimes I get a little fatigued in a big RPG where it's like, can we just We're get to the point? We're still dragging on with the same storyline. Right. 
And I I did the feudal Japan one, and it it did kind of like start off in this very you know pivotal moment. And I was like, maybe well, well maybe this game is just cutting the fat of JRPGs, and it's going to mm-hmm. be just like these Action. really tight focused experiences that I'm assuming at some point will be connected. That was not right. clear to me in um, the demo, but I have to imagine at some point they will be linked together. Again, maybe they've already shared this. I have not been following the marketing very closely at all. Um, but it was cool. And it's also got that same kind of art style as um, Octopath Traveler. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, so I, that's great that, you know, this, uh, and, you know, again, the people who would know, people who know JRPGs are, are really into this, that they're excited that it's coming. So that's a good sign. Um, the name is is bizarre. Um, <laughs> it seems like Nintendo is really pushing this game. They might they must have had some backroom handshake with Square Enix. It's like yes, we will be. commit X effort or dollars to yeah, promoting. This. I wonder if this game they need to promote it for for Square for them to bring something else to Switch. Maybe it's like one of those deals. Or, like they or used to do be. that with Level Five, where it's like, yeah. oh, you gotta you gotta promote Yokai Watch so you can like. We can bring together games. Or it might be like Octopath, where it's, you know, exclusive on Switch for some amount of time. So we yeah, want to make the most of it. Yeah, there's got to be some business deal. I don't know. I was like, this doesn't seem like a big enough game. I mean, it's obviously going to be big for the right, you know, person. It's like a more but, niche audience, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, really, they are pushing this game pretty hard. They really are. I mean, they did yeah. a whole Treehouse Plays for it. Like, it's been Not Not live, since- though. Not live, alive, live. <laughs> If that's because it was not Treehouse Live, it was Treehouse Plays. Treehouse Alive, 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 Alive. (laughs) Um, So, yes. Yeah. Uh, That's what we've been playing. That's a lot. It is a lot. We've been been playing some games. A lot for me. Well, I guess it's a lot for you, too. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing games. Next week, though, it might be all all Horizon for you next week. Well, I'm I'm on the boat for whatever tidbits you can fit in on a boat. Can't play Horizon on a boat, so I'll be playing more games on Switch. And then when I come back, I'll just be like really in on Horizon. That's when you're going to finish it by the end of That's next week. That's when I'm right? going to beat it. You're yeah. going to be done. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Look forward to your, your final impressions next week. Look out for the Golden Gate Bridge screenshot any day now. Oh. Oh, see, it's too bad. See, if you could do something where like you were playing that game on the boat. By the Golden Gate Bridge, that's but you true. had that on the screen. See, that's the one you need on Switch or Game Pass. Switch, Horizon, just for <laughs> oh, your Instagram. Post. Oh my gosh, I would <laughs> think definitely... of that. Think of that Instagram post. That Instagram post would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like bring my laptop. I will have my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Cloud do remote play, play on your laptop. Remote play on a some sort of like you could do that. Wi Fi. Yeah, the Wi Fi is not going to work. I don't think. Bring your Vita. Okay. <laughs> I don't even have a Vita. I'll let you borrow my Vita. I don't want to borrow a Vita. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed to have it in this house. <laughs> I know. You do have it. Why, Get though? Get this out of here. Um, but, yes, that would be cool. But we do – We that's true. We are here in San Francisco. That would be we amazing. get the screenshot. Um, anyways, yes. All right. On to the news. On to the news. Again, we have our full reactions to the uh, Nintendo Direct Mini. Please watch that for our full impressions of that. But um, got a couple other stories here. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be tough times over at Niantic because (sighs) they have laid off some people and canceled multiple projects. Oh, no. That ain't good. 
Yeah, I I have been wondering about Niantic because, you know, certainly Pokemon Go and that whole thing was just such a phenomenon, but that has since really died down like a lot. And Pokemon Go? Right? Yeah. Has like, it? I think so. Uh Well, okay. So my thing with Niantic is I'm really unclear how many projects they can have going at once. Because it always seems like they've got way too many things going. And, like, do you really have the staff and capability to support all of these that need to be constantly Mm -hmm. updated and constantly having this new stream of content? I don't, I mean, unless you had thousands of thousands of people, I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean, definitely they, we don't know, like, what else is, like, not released yet for them, but they... Well, well, so it says they canceled a Transformers game. Right. And this um, this other Sleep one. Sleep No More game. Right. So they've got Pokemon Go. They've got they Pikmin. Got Pikmin Bloom. They've got their original game. Was it Ingress? Mm-hmm. Ingress, um, yeah. They, they just they announced do they're Potter? doing... Harry Potter? They had they that, do- that one. Came, they I think they pulled the plug on that. They pulled the plug on the Harry Potter. Okay. They just announced that they're doing something with the NBA, like this basketball thing. Okay. So it's like, that's a lot of pretty high profile stuff. And again, it's not like, oh, we ship it and we're done. Mm-hmm. They have maybe to support can, it a lot. Maybe yeah. they just need to take a breather and focus on a smaller number of projects. But you you don't think that that fervor of Pokemon Go has died down? It definitely has. I mean, they they probably still have their very core fan base well, playing Pokemon Go, but like that phenomenon where every single person including my mother was playing Pokemon Go is definitely not. not well, I've anymore. seen some I mean, they released the charts of like the, you know, the yearly revenue and the first year was actually not the biggest year. It, it did go up from there, which I don't know how, but it did. Mm-hmm. And I did. I stopped playing through the pandemic, but I know people were really happy with some of the changes they made. But the news now is like they pulled back on a lot of those. Exactly. So yeah. there may be some decline based on that. But I mean, even if it is a decline, I still think that's the one thing that is like a sure thing that they have. Mm. I mean, maybe it's hard to turn down that sweet Transformers money. But I think they should just start to focus a little bit more. They had this quote. Yeah. There was some How's like Pikmin message Bloom? from, I wouldn't know. Cause I'm not playing it. I know. I wonder how popular that game is. Like, I, mean, I just don't hear be, any, I don't hear yeah. much about it at all is what it is. Yes. I mean, there was this quote line from the CEO said they're facing a time of economic turmoil I saw that, and yeah. they were looking to rein in costs. Well, when you're not developing two dozen pr- games at once, that's one way to do that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I can't believe just, that Harry Potter game didn't blow up. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. I mean that I mean that's that's kind of scary if you have like an IP that big and like a track record as big as they have for that not to work. That's a that's a bust. Exactly. That's like you had everything going for you but you couldn't make it work, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it did say that they're they're shedding eight percent of the staff too. That's and a scrapping four in in development projects, which is a real bummer. Um, I do you know you do hear this stuff about like oh is the economy going to tank or whatever? So I'm I'm not sure. I mean he says it here. I mean how badly could they be doing? Exactly. Who knows? I mean Nintendo owns part of uh, Niantic a little mm-hmm. bit. 
Yeah, yeah, a little bit of They've got it's, some it's, money somewhere. It's confusing in the way that Nintendo owns a yeah. little bit of Pokemon. <laughs> and then our other story uh, is another mobile one, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem. Um, well, this is Fire Emblem Warriors. That's not the right game. Fire Emblem it's Heroes. Fire Emblem Heroes. Yes. Uh, Nintendo's first billion dollar mobile game. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. That one had see that's the one where I think you you do have this really um like dedicated fan base that's playing and they are like reliable in 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 which they give you money for those gotcha things. <laughs> well, you <laughs> got waifus, you got husbandos, and now you you've got them in in swimsuits. So exactly. it's you a magic the formula. Gotcha. Yeah. You pay for the swimsuits. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna pay. <laughs> I mean, when they say the new Fire Emblem swimsuits dropped, I'm definitely clicking on it. I'm definitely looking. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> I mean, so are you. So is everybody. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> don't no one, no one be ashamed. This is an after dark yeah. production of the podcast. We're gonna. They're in swimsuits. I mean, swimsuits. not that crazy. But yeah, okay. definitely curious about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is good that they have one game that is, you know, a, a hit. Because otherwise, their track record yeah. would be pretty spotty. Exactly. It says um, the other games, Mario Kart Tour, Super Mario Run, if you add them together, it's still shy of a, it's shy of a billion. It's like 883 million. Yeah. Which <clears throat> I mean, Mario Run. crazy. Mario Run, I get why that was a smaller, you know, just number because, you know, it didn't really have microtransaction. It was just a set price. Yeah, that's Mario true. Kart Tour. I just can't get over that not being like the biggest game out there. Yeah, I don't understand. We actually have a question uh, about Mario Kart Tour in our in our Q and A later on. Yeah, we'll talk about it there. Yeah, but, but I mean, and it's just like you know, Mitomo, this Animal fun. Crossing uh, game, Doctor Mario, Doctor Mario, mm-hmm. and now it's just been kind of crickets um, yeah. for a while. So yeah, well, more swimsuits coming. That's my that's my conclusion. Let's let's get They're on the road to that. that that second billion with the swimsuits. Yeah. I'm sure you can. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> All right, that is the news. Yeah, it's kind of a short shorter yeah. news segment today, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, we have our full impressions. Yes, and, please watch that. Um, all of the things that we uh, talked about for the Nintendo Direct Mini in the reaction video. So we'll link it here. And uh, next is our questions from our Patreon community. Yeah, let's do it. All right, questions from our beautiful Patreon family. Yes, uh, we've got some good ones. Uh, This first one is from Alatore05, and I think this one came through before the uh, direct happened, but it's still uh, very valid. So it goes, if there ends up being no direct after all, then certain things like Wave 2 of the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC and the first Mario Strikers DLC will just need to be shadow dropped. What are your thoughts and experiences with shadow drops? Are they an absolute pain or are they a bit more flexible? Do you prefer things to be announced at all all at once in a direct or shadow dropped on random days? Hmm. Good question. You know, me personally... I do like having things announced like all at once so I can plan for it and know when something is coming. Um, 
The shadow drops are kind of fun. You know, it's like a little bit like of a surprise. I do like the shadow drops they do sometimes in like the indie directs where it's like, oh, and these are the games available like right now that you've seen or whatever. That That's kind of fun. But um, I feel like for bigger games or like even like DLC, um, it'd be great to know like when these updates are supposed to be happening so I can just plan for it, you know? I will say it's it's kind of amazing that Nintendo has this kind of lead in the shadow drop world where, you know, they had so many great shadow drops in the indie showcase. Mm-hmm. They had that demo from this last direct. Mm-hmm. There didn't seem to be many in the Xbox event or the PlayStation event. It's like, how did Nintendo get the monopoly on shadow drops knowing the eShop is like MacGyvered together with some gum and a... <laughs> A paper clip. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why either. Is it because these games are, I don't, I don't know. I was going to say these games are maybe a little bit smaller and maybe easier. Um, I I don't really have a preference for, you know, how it, how it happens. I think the shadow drops are fun. It does obviously internally create some headaches that, that, you know, if it's done right, it's paid off, but it's like, well, we really do need to keep the secret. We do need to really, you know, turn our keys at the same time to make sure nothing gets leaked. Right, um, right. Which, you know, can, can be challenging, but obviously is a big payoff, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's something a little bit fun about having it be like, and it's available now! Oh, my God, hype! Like, right. there is something fun about that. But, yeah, I mean, for some of these bigger things, it's like, well, just tell me when the DLC... Like, give me a, give me a kind of... Like, for this Mario Kart or this... Um, Striker stuff. It'd be great to just know, like, we'll be adding these characters in, like, the next three months or whatever. So we kind of know, like, what's happening. It has been a while since the last Mario Kart 8 wave. Yeah. It, it feels like one of those should have come out by now. So. Yeah. It's been, we're not going to know. They're not going to tell us. It's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's um, fine. Next question is from Chase Yama. Hey, Kit and Krista, you guys have mentioned that you still had regular jobs at Nintendo while also making Nintendo Minute. I can't even begin to imagine how difficult it must have been to balance that, especially with the creativity that went into Nintendo Minute. I was wondering if you guys ever faced any kind of burnout, either with your regular jobs or with working on Nintendo Minute. And if so, how did you manage and cope? Hmm. I would say that Nintendo Minute always felt like a vacation to me. Like it always felt like this like reprieve from some of the really difficult days that I would have at my regular job at Nintendo. So I'd always, even if it was, you know, extra time out of the day, that would mean that I have to work an extra hour later that day to finish my regular job. I didn't mind it. I just wanted that break. And I wanted to have that, like, I wanted to go to the Nintendo Minute Island where I cannot worry about something, you know, and just have fun for an hour and shoot a video, um, even if it meant, like, you know, more time out of my day. Yeah, I mean, people define burnout differently, so I think it's like, you know it if you had it. There's definitely a grindy element to the, like, real side of our jobs, because there's always another game that's coming out. There's always something else that needs your immediate attention Mm -hmm. and the mindset at Nintendo is a very much like 
what have you done for me lately kind of thing. So it could be yeah, like, like, oh, well, I just helped launch this game that, you know, broke these sales records. And it could be like, okay, well, that's great. But now there's this other game that's coming out in a month. And what, you know, what are you doing for that? Right. Or, or again, you know, we've talked about like the, the shifting sales goals. It'd be like, oh, you broke the record. Well, that's actually below the goal. So you suck. <laughs> so yeah, that, that side of it got to be a bit much. And again, right. it's like, you know, there were like 40, you know, either games or projects or initiatives that we were supporting with like proper marketing plans. Mm-hmm. So just jumping, it, it did feel like a treadmill in a lot of ways. Yeah. I used to and, call it the tread, the campaign treadmill. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So it was always good to find ways to get away from that. And I agree with you that Nintendo Minute was was the reprieve from that. And, and I never felt that way with Nintendo Minute at all. That was always um, yeah. just wonderful. Exactly. I would say like the other part of the burnout at Nintendo that was really tough for, for me and I think for you as well is because we worked on social media, we were a lot of times like trying to push a lot of like new and sometimes you know, scary initiatives um, with the leadership team and also with the team in Japan, we always felt like we were like fighting this uphill battle to get people to understand like how, you know, creators are important and we should have a creator program. Like literally someone told me like, that's dumb. Why would you even do that? Like, let's not have one at all. And I had to fight a battle to do something that is pretty obvious for other companies And that got to be like a real grind. Like I was so tired of fighting after that. Like I just couldn't do, I couldn't fight anymore. I was just, I was exhausted. Um, So yeah, I was always, I would definitely always use Nintendo Minute as like a break from that kind of stuff. And um, there was definitely some, some of those challenges that felt very, you know, discouraging. And I I felt very burnt out from that. The other thing I'll say is, you know, again, working, you know, in social media specifically, that has a very around the clock nature to it, that kind of work, which coupled with being a very international company where you would be getting emails constantly from different yeah. people can start to wear on you. Yeah. Because, you know, like, oh, well, you know, the directs at 6 a.m. Pacific, it's like, well, there's actually a lot of people who are up at 6 a.m. Pacific making things happen, which means they probably had to get up at like, I don't know, 4.30 or something to yeah. feel prepared yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe there was some announcement the next day that had to go out super early that, you know, nobody feels comfortable like scheduling things because it's like, well, it's so sensitive. Yeah. I don't want to be responsible for leaking it. So I'll just get up at the crack of dawn to do it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the team had to do that. It's really tough on them. Yeah. And, you know, everybody dealt with the international aspect of the job, but some of those other things were hard to get people to completely grasp how tiring they can be. And I mean, I think that's something that, you know, anybody working in in social media deals with and you can, and you're looking at sometimes, you know, some, mean responses on the stuff that you're posting at 6 a.m., which true. isn't great. Yeah, so yeah. you just feel kind of, like, discouraged and, right. and tired, like, physically tired. Right. <laughs> yeah, and also, of course, being international, there's not only are you, you know, sometimes having to get up, physically get up early, you're, you're, there's no end to that inbox. Like, you right. clear your email at the end of the day, and then you go to bed, you know, and then you wake up in the morning, and there's, like, at Flooded, least, yeah. 
50 to 100 emails from Japan. Right, you're like, right. okay, then I'm again behind and I don't yeah. even know what this email says. <laughs> so again, so. We, we were very lucky to have Nintendo Minute as a, as a you know, getaway from that. Not everybody yeah. was. So I think we feel very lucky to have had that. Exactly. Uh, next question. <laughs> uh, maybe this is good to be the next one from Kai X. If Nintendo called and told you <laughs> that they were reopening the Redwood City office and wanted you back with your old jobs, would you take it? What stipulations would you have for coming back? I wouldn't take it. (laughs) (laughs) I have moved on, people. And I feel so good. You know, I I feel like that chapter of my life, of my career has closed. And it closed in exactly, I mean, when it happened, it wasn't exactly what I expected. But when it when it, when I finally left the company, um, it, it happened in the way where I was really happy with how it ended. Like I, I felt like I was able to accomplish all my career goals there. I was able to end Nintendo minute in the way that I, you know, that you and I both wanted to end it. We had like control over that moment, which I was so grateful for. I had, you know, made all these great friends and we're still friends today. Um, and I felt like those relationships were like very much and will remain very much intact and I was like ready, like at the end, at the end of that, I was like, I'm ready to move on to this like new thing. And I'm so happy like now that, that this is, this is where we are. So no stipulations. I wouldn't go back. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, we had some great times there. Obviously, you know, had, had to have been a lot of great times to work there for as long as we did. But I mean, you know, the process of moving on from a job that you've been at that long is, is very long and arduous and you've got to go through like the mental ringer to make that happen. So the thought of like, Oh, I'm just reversing all of that. It just seems like there's no way that that could happen or that I would want to do that. So it's, it's just like so arduous. It's like, yeah, we, we just have to keep moving Moving forward forward here. Yeah. 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 It definitely would feel like a step backwards, which I I'm not interested in. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ducatista is hot on the rumor mill. Asks, since Metroid Prime 4 was announced back in 2017, there's been constant rumors every year regarding Prime 1, 2, and 3 coming to the Switch. Now there are rumors of a remastered HD version of Prime 1 for Switch. Do you think these ports will ever happen? Which iteration, the Wii era Prime collection, or HD remasters? Do you enjoy the Metroid Prime series? Bonus question. Well, let's let's answer that before we get to the bonus question. There's a lot there. We happen to find at the studio, you had a sealed copy of metroid prime trilogy for weeks in a steel case well they're all in a steel case but they're it's not all in that very, shrink wrap it's very very precious it's a precious baby that is i, I that I was not play- one of his many questions no i i've played all of these games obviously um and i would love 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 to see a remaster of any of the prime games bring it what is it what is the hold up bring it nintendo um yeah, I, I'm a fan. I, I I would play any of them, all of them. Just bring it. Obviously, we have no inside information on this at all. Um, but I did see, you know, Mr. Jeff Grubb, um, hashtag friend of the show. Please, please call me Jeff. <laughs> um, he, he has, I think, some good sources, and he seemed pretty confident yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't, I mean, we wondered about this at Nintendo. It was like, where's right. Jeff Grubb getting this information? Um, Somewhere. Somebody's uncle. So, sure. yeah, I agree that it seems like a no-brainer 
you know, those are classic, amazing games and there's no way to play them really easily now. Right. And this is what, where you have a, you have a bonus question that I'll bring up now about the remaster HD remasters of Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. And I keep thinking to myself, it's like, they have this, they've made this, it's somewhere. Like, I, I, I don't know. This is my own speculation. I, I just feel like they have it and they're just like sitting on these games, like waiting for the right moment or something to drop them. But it's like, just drop them. People will buy it. It'll be great. What's yeah. the holdup? You know? <clears throat> I mean, with Metroid Prime, the thinking could be like, well, we'll release that close to Metroid Prime 4 to get people sure. in the mood and remember like that, how great that series is. Yeah. Which I can understand. But at the same point, it's like, just put it out. Yeah. You got <laughs> three. This. You can do one a year until that yeah, game comes out. Yeah, it's probably so, going to be how long it takes. It's hard to make sense of, of some of these decisions, but I I, yeah. I sure hope those get out there because I'd like to yes, replay those. I would love to replay them, all of them, including Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. All, all of these games. Including I happily... Metroid Prime Federation Force? Oh, my goodness. What a statement uh, from you. You love that game. That was not part of the question. It That's was a one, Metroid two, three, Prime, Prime game. It says 1, 2, 3, Prime. Well, that's the one we'll get. Federation <laughs> we'll get Force Remastered now! HD. Don't, don't even put that thought into the universe. Somebody's listening closely to this podcast. Yes, this is the move. Uh, they're going to yes. do this to antagonize me. They're going to, they're, because I said mean things about Strikers. They're like, yeah. now we got her. <laughs> Federation Force nonsense. Uh, next question from Fair. What are the things that Nintendo would have to add or change in oh, Mario yes. Kart Tour? For you guys to actually want to play it, here's our big question on Mario Kart Tour. <sighs> what What is about this game that has not jived with you? I just don't think it plays all that well. Yes. Um, you I know, when I think controls. of Mario Kart, I think of like a really tight control experience. Yeah. And with this one, it feels like either it's playing itself a lot of the time or mm-hmm. I am not in control. I mean, other, I mean, it's got a great selection of tracks i like the characters i like the kind of city or like region specific country specific stuff mm-hmm. they've added you've got luigi and later hosen riding a sausage cart which is awesome <laughs> it's always great to see him so i don't know i mean it's been honestly it's been a long time since maybe maybe i'm due to go back i don't know to try yeah i i only played this game for a little while when it first launched um and i i think the biggest the biggest thing for me was the controls like i just did yeah. not feel right i think we're so used to to actual like console Mario Kart games where, yeah, you have like, you know, this really, it feels so good. Like it feels, it just feels so clean and it it did not feel like that on mobile. And it just kind of felt like a bit of a mess control wise. Um, So regardless of like the imaginative tracks and characters and sausages and lederhosen, it just... (laughs) It doesn't overshadow like the poor controls, but yeah. maybe maybe they, they they made it better. I don't know. I haven't yeah, I haven't played for a long time, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know what it feels like right now. All right, I'm shocked it's taken us this long to get this question, ah, but, but Gar's all over it. I'm in question the hot for seat Krista: now. What are your thoughts on the Sonic games? Mm. Are there any that you played that stick out, or that you think are good or bad? What if this is where I told you that I'm secretly like a diehard Sonic fan, but I've just hidden it Wouldn't from shock you? Me. And I, I basically <laughs> that like, would make everything just click and make sense after all these years. Like, would you still yes, be my friend? That was the missing piece. Would you still be my friend if that, that was, was the, the case? missing piece of the puzzle that is you? But would you still be my friend? Oh if sure, that was the case. You would. Yeah, 
I wouldn't just no, hang up wouldn't. on you right now. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would just you no, would totally I wouldn't ghost me. After I that. made peace with that nice, nice, the wonderful I'm Katie. Not her. My name is Krista, <laughs> not Katie. <laughs> well, I'm just giving you an example. Oh, this is I terrible. can make peace with, with Sonic people. Um, you know what? I am very like neither here nor there on these Sonic games. Like, I don't hate dislike Sonic the way that you do. Um, I I also grew up as such a Nintendo fangirl, though. I did not have a Sega. I didn't have a Gen- I didn't have a Genesis. I didn't really grow up playing a lot of Sonic games. I definitely had some friends that played Sonic, and I would play when I was over at their houses. I think Sonic Colors is, like, the only one that sticks out to me as one that I may have played more than others. But I just don't have a very, like, I don't have that nostalgic relationship with Sonic the way I have with, like, Mario or, like, Zelda or whatever. So... I don't dislike the way the games play. You know, I, I feel like some of the games are fine. They're, they, they, they're fun, you know, but I just don't have like a, a connection to the character. So I just, I feel like I'm, I'm not like, um, I'm, all, I'm not like going to fight the Sonic battle here. <laughs> and you have, <laughs> don't you have not seen the Sonic movies? I have not seen the Sonic movies. No. Mm. Again, I, because I don't really like know the characters that well. Like I feel like I wouldn't, I mean, I'm happy to watch it. I, I love bad, bad, good, all movies. So I'm, I don't, I'm not discerning about this, but I just, again, I, it hasn't interested me because I don't have like any sort of, like I don't have any sort of connection with any of the characters. This so is where cool. I give my plug. We get to 50,000 followers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Sonic week on yeah. Kit and Krista. We got the <laughs> podcast. We got the show. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do like a movie watch along like like we play should. this while you while you watch the movie. Yeah, we should do that. And like Just again, me, me I'm, gagging for an hour I and a half. A, I'm a sponge. I can soak. What if I at the end of Sonic week I'm like I'm a fan. Where are you now. going with this? Oh, so you could become a Sonic fan by the end Convince of Sonic me. week. Yeah, because like oh. I don't, I don't have any like ill feelings towards this character or these games. Like I, but I have not spent a significant amount of time in this universe. Because but it could go the other way. You could end I, up like me. <laughs> exactly. Radicalized, like, guys. So I, I mean, I would love to just, I would love to soak it in for a week and see what happens. What if Let's you become it. like, like you surpass me as a Sonic hater? What that if could be we, exciting. What if we flip-flop? Like, what if you become a Sonic lover and I become a Sonic hater? Oh, see, I don't think that's realistic. Well, you don't no. know. See, it's like it's like Star Wars where there's like the master and the apprentice, and I'm the master the, Sonic no, hater. No, you're not. And then you, you take break. me out. You take me out and you become the master, and then and then you have to get your own apprentice. Who will take you out next? Nobody. It's the vicious cycle. That's the vicious Sonic cycle. That's not the cute Sonic cycle people know about. <laughs> we got to move on. Okay. Mad, Mad Dog. Dog 5981 asks, well, working at Nintendo, were there any perks for employees that leveraged Nintendo's large back catalog of hardware and games? For example, an on-site arcade with old systems or a lending library where you could check out old consoles and games to take home. Well, well. in the Redmond headquarters, they did have all those old Nintendo arcade games, but you dare not touch them. You can't. They're behind, like, glass. Do not touch those. And you can't take photos of them either. So that was kind of sad. You could look. But it was there. It was like a museum. You could admire them. Those were cool. I mean, they're cool to see. They're really cool to see, yeah. Um, We also did have these garage sales that were kind of neat. Yes. At the end of each year, um, 
we would just do kind of a, do a collective, you know, office clean out and, and every department would submit stuff to the garage. So she get all sorts of things. There are definitely some, you know, interesting like props from advertising shoots or like weird giveaways that were never give, given away. But there's also like a lot of good, like um, legacy games and stuff. Like we used to, to hunt hunt around in there, like you bought me you, some. You got some me games that Pokemon clock. I did, yeah. which has to be from. It has to be extremely old because it says Pocket Monsters. It does, and it yeah. has like a lot of the old designs. I don't. Maybe right. maybe we can include a picture of it um, here. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I'm should. I'm very like, I'm like, what is this? And why did we make it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little it bizarre, like a but I'm like, this, this thing could, I, mean, I need to take this to like Antique Roadshow or something, because this could be worth like millions of dollars. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Like we would, we would always find something for each other. It was kind of, it was kind of fun. Like you bought yeah, I mean, me like that game Meteos. You bought me Chrono Trigger. It, it was, it was like 90, it was like 99% like Disney Infinity junk and like whatever just dance 20 you know just dance yeah 2017 like remote but then you would find something it was like oh wow this this is great then you find a pokemon clock or the three the ds version of meteos and it got like, very yeah, contentious though cool. because it was like you would it was basically like a raffle to determine the order right so like you could you could you know pull the short straw and be like, well, I can't go until the end of the day. Or it's like, well, I, I pulled like, first, but I have a through. big meeting that I can't skip. What can mm-hmm. I do? And they'd be like, too bad, buddy. Like, yeah. Well, if it is, was picked through, then you, this don't, is you rigged. don't have a chance. I started to get upset with it by the end. That's It was kind of rigged because when I used to do it, I would just pull the, I would pull a time and then I would just talk to the person that was running the garage sale. Just let me yeah, or it was, if you volunteer to work the garage sale, mm. you get first, you get a first run through it, which I would love to do, do, but I don't have the time to do that. Yeah, it was kind of like like people that had like things that they had to do during the day. It was kind of tough for them to be that volunteer for like two hours, you know, Ugh. like you couldn't do it. But we still got we still scored some really good stuff from garage sales. I got so. this. I got a, a sealed in box Game Boy printer, which is going to pair very nicely with this Game Boy uh, camera that I got recently. Yeah. We're going to do something with that. We're going to do something with this. What exactly? I don't know, but we're going to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yes, there's not as many like sort of like stuff that Nintendo did officially with all of their older games and stuff, which is what's worrying for me, actually. I'm like, are you guys going to save these things? (laughs) Uh, Malferink has the next question. Um, there's honestly one thing that I always wanted to know. What is your opinion on the Tomb huh. Raider series? It's one of my all-time favorite franchises next to the likes of Zelda, but I have a really hard time grasping its popularity nowadays. I've been a big fan of the franchise since 1996 when the first game came out. Have you played any of these classics? Did you play the recent reboot trilogy? I'm dying to hear both of your thoughts. Tomb Raider. Are you a Tomb Raider mega fan? I'm a Tomb Raider fan, but I'm not a Tomb oh. Raider mega fan, I don't think. But what, I do, what what is your era of Tomb Raider? I played um the 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 nineteen ninety six era. The originals. The originals. Wow. Yeah. And I did I also did play one of the remakes, but I, I found it to be extremely violent. It and was bloody and like she would like fall on like a yeah. bed of spikes, and I was like, oh my gosh! Like, it was like shocked. It me. was a little was, over the top with that stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah. Was it just? I thought it was just me, but I was like. This feels 
like a little well, much. They, they made three. <laughs> they made a trilogy out of those, as he notes. I played right, the first right, two right. of those. I thought those two were great. I, th- I mean, yeah, aside from that yeah. weird gory stuff, I thought those were really good games. They were really good. Yeah, they were really good. I think I played the first one, but I don't think I played the second one, actually. I yeah. didn't really like the originals, though. I thought they were a little clunky in the ways that some early, like, PS1 games could be. Oh, I didn't mind it. Where it's like, I kind of see the promise of this, but I don't really have a good time playing it. I like the character a lot. I think this is, like, a thing. It's like, I'm a girl. You're a girl. Like, we could could do a thing, you know? Like, (laughs) back in the 1996. That's how an adventure begins. (laughs) I'm a girl. You're a girl. We could do a thing. Let's do something. Let's do something. Girl. Yeah, girl. Okay. (laughs) Again, back in, like, 1996, there's not very many women in the video game. Like, Samus, okay? Like, okay. Princess Zelda, but also she was not really like playable, so she was right. like, just getting kidnapped or whatever. Um, not as not as you know, not as cool as Laura Croft. And then you're like, oh, she's so cool! Like that's awesome to see a woman. Do I'll that. ask you again: okay. Have you seen the Tomb Raider movies? Yeah, absolutely. The so there was Angelina Jolie Angelina for a while, Angelina Jolie, but they did a they did another one recently with um, Alicia. V- Vikander. Vikander, who's beautiful. Vikander, Vikander. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. she was in um, Ex Machina, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Yeah, yes. Yes. So you've seen all the Tomb Raider movies? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I like Tomb Raider. I like it. Oh, I didn't know you were so big into Tomb Raider. Really? No, I love Tomb Raider. Malfrank is hyped right now. (laughs) Yeah, you and I could watch a movie. Like, yes. Okay. Get on on our level. (laughs) I have not seen a Tomb Raider movie. (gasps) Seriously, none. I don't think so. I mean, maybe Are you like serious? half go halfway on an airplane. Maybe I don't know. I think they're easily accessible. Amazon Prime, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah. Those are good. I mean, set me straight. Well, I have a my my thing is I can watch any bad movie and I think <laughs> it's fine because I have a very low like any movie. I'm like this is fine. <laughs> this is entertaining. I don't care. <laughs> like any bad movie that everyone's like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. So don't trust me because I'm, I'm like, you know, I have a low, like a low. Well, don't, no, don't, don't undersell bar. this. You had a good thing going with Tomb Raider right now. Yeah. Hype. <laughs> All right. Our Robert's very last question. Robert's Faison. It's a great question. What are your favorite set pieces used at major events such as E3? And does Nintendo just throw them into long storage afterwards? They throw them into a fire and burn it. Well, I mean, they might be thrown into the garbage. (laughs) To be honest, the trash can. Depending what Um, it is. My favorite set piece is the guardian statue from the Breath of the Wild booth, and that one they didn't burn in a horrible dumpster fire. They put it outside. In the um, right outside the the headquarters in Redmond's cafeteria, so we'd look at it, um, and it was beautiful. But they had this weird thing. They were like, "We'll just leave it outside, and when it gets too raggedy, we'll just throw it in the trash." I'm like, "What?" Well, they the said respect. also like we think this will be good for another like six months six to months. a year, but it yeah. really like was going strong. For like years, and it got snow. It would get snowed on, and it looked really cute in the snow with the, like the snowflakes on it. Um, well, it looked amazing, but that was another one where you dare not take a picture. No, they wouldn't let you take a picture yeah. of it. Not on campus. No way. Um, but some of the other ones, like the Odyssey one, they threw that away. Like it is gone. Uh, 
Well, yeah. I liked um, the uh, for Skyward Sword on Wii. There was a loft wing that was suspended from the rafters. <gasps> that one's probably that, gone too. That one was great. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's no gone. longer with us. Probably that's like a paper mache. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I mean, every year they had something that was great. Yeah, so the it's Luigi's hard. It's pretty, stuff was remember the gooey, the life size Guigi? The Guigi. That was really I, I cool. I think that some of those might be okay still. Because they did ship those statues around after E3 for events. But um, yeah, some of the bigger ones, when we asked them, they were like, oh, we're just going to dismantle it yeah. and throw it away. We're like, not, a, not a statue, but there is also an inflatable Kirby costume that seems interesting. I don't know. I mean, it has like a camera inside of it because you can't exactly so you see. Can't so see. there's like you get like a video image of what's in front of you. The camera is like in the mouth of Kirby and you look at that screen. Right. But because it's inflatable, it. like some of the moves it can do seem kind of neat. Yeah. You basically like do a little like you can bounce around and like the little arms is cute. Right. It was like right. it was and like the outside of it was also like furry. So you could like hug it and right, it feel right. like nice. I mean, I'll never know. I'm I'm far too large to go in any of these things. You yeah, on the I've other been hand. In the, I've been in the Mar I'm I'm a little short. Mario costume, you have to be like five two. <laughs> I'm a little short. <laughs> I, I'm I'm four eleven. So I had to like the pants are a little long for me. But oh, no. there is a video of Mario. I'll, we can link this is one of my favorite videos that we've ever made, but it was um for the launch of Super Mario Odyssey, and we did like like Mario at all these like great IRL locations around the country. And the one where he's in the Redwood Forest was me. That's me in the costume. Wow. Yeah. It's trivia. It was really cool. <laughs> all right. It is End time. Of the questions. It's time to Good read questions. off our wonderful One Up Club members. This is a perk that you can get at patreon.com slash Krista if you join our One Up Club. Yeah. Get a um, shout out every I- week. Yes, you get this great shout out. We call it the the One Up Club graduation ceremony. Um, so, shall I go first again? Please. Okay, here we go. To the honors. A oh, A Ron Burgundy. Aaron Hash. Adam Edwards. Ajan Malari. Ali Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Amaris. Andre N Y H. Angela Bycroft. Bagel. Ben Eckhorn. Bettina Tsang. Brad, SF56. Candace Roper. Cat Lori. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Daniel Valencia. Dachshund. Doodoo Face. <laughs> Douglas Chomix. Ducatista. Dino Punch. Eigenverse. Elite Peach. Espars 50. Esrato. Fairbound. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Handsome Warrior. Ian Xie. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jackie Z. Jason E. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jesse Hernandez. Jobert. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerly. Joshua Clements. Juan. Just Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. K Madman TV. Kyle Kretzer. Kyler Nelson. Lego My Frogo. Link. Lit. 
Lucamania. Louis Pico. Luis. Oh, Lu- Lucas Pico. Sorry. Mamu. Mamu. Marky, God, oh, keep no, it together. Marky Man 64. <laughs> Maru Mayhem. Matthew Rewald. Megan. Mega Z23. Michael Cravens. Michael J. File. Michael Mazer. Mike Chin. Mikey. Murph. My Tran. Not Narb. Oh Me Oh My. Panda Buns. Parker Anderson. Patreon user. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. P.S. Wee. Reaver. Rad State of Mind. Rain Tech. Ray Chiron. Reiji Utsuho Oku. R.J. Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Roy Eski. Ryan Hayes, 521. Rianetta. Sam Newland. Scott LaRock. Safazon. Shinryu. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citrone. Switching it up underscore. The Don Rob. The Shark Among Men. Thomas Alvarez. Troopage. Tug's Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. Ultimate Flapjack. VGM Life. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zutaverf. And Zen. Oh, it's hard. Two important details. We did confirm that switching it up wants the underscore at the end. So we've been doing it right. That's That's good to know. The second, you may notice Pirates TCG Grudges Forever is no longer on the list. Don't worry. (gasps) That person, my friend, has just changed their name to something else. So clearly he listened to my great explanation and and had enough of that. Don't worry. (sighs) This is going to be like... Bad for your friendship. No, bad for it's your not. Healing. You know what was bad your for friendship? Getting process. stabbed in the back playing a pirate's pirate's tabletop maybe game. I Don't should, do that. In my role as mediator, maybe I should no. help with a mediation between you two. No. Just like with you and Katie. No. Sonic. This is way <laughs> worse than that. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I wish everyone would just get along. Um, all right. Well, this was a great fun remote show that we just we did. did it um we pulled it, it off 10 o'clock at night now so we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> go to bed past your bedtime right. oh no it's past my bedtime i need a cozy game and i need to get to <laughs> i can tell you're getting um, a little you get that that far off look in your eye like oh. i feel like i'm getting like a little glassy eye right <laughs> like a little bit <laughs> 
I'm an early, early to bed kind of person. Early to bed, late to rise kind of person. I like to sleep. <laughs> all right. All right. We need to wrap this up. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. New month, so full month of benefits. I hope you guys jump on. We do have um, an annual option as well, which saves you a little bit of money, but there's tons of um, really cool perks, different levels to um, to think about if you're thinking about joining. So we hope that you um, take a look and join our family. Don't forget to follow us on our other social channels. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, YouTube, uh, all slash Kit and Krista. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment and tell us what you thought of the show. And and, um, also we want to know about your pay for it on Switch or get it free on Game Pass choices and answers. So tell us, tell us. All right. Is that it? Did I do it? it? Time to hit the hay. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Good night.